Hello, it's Alice Arnold here. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre Podcast. My guest this week is the very lovely Rosalie Craig. Rosalie Craig. Rosie, everyone calls you Rosie. Rosie, yeah. So should I call you Rosie yeah. rather than Rosalie? Um, you've just had physio, so you, you're all a bit like, woo. You see the big old circle in my yeah. face, yeah. Yeah, was it, it was that working on you to keep you going for this phenomenal exactly. performance just in company? Just to back yeah, to yeah, show, yeah. Show, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, because you're playing Bobby in company, obviously. Um, so there was this big thing that... <laughs> that, that Bobby is usually played by a man. And, see, I find it quite dull to even discuss this now because oh, everyone has discussed it. Fine, and, let's and not go there. Bobby's played by a woman. And it's just like, yeah, and, and what, and what, yeah. New exactly. piece, whatever, we've moved on. But I said to Johnny, it was more... So I had to look up that he, his part was played by a woman and now he's no played really by a man. That, and no I? one talked about it. Yeah, and that's that, because we have a gay couple. Isn't it interesting? I That's the only interesting thing about this. <laughs> about this whole show, yeah, that's it. No, no. About, <laughs> about the, the gender-change debate is that the, the one people talk about is, oh, it's a woman playing the lead... Whereas, it, well, it's a gay couple now uh, singing the song about getting married, which actually is a much more recent thing that, yeah, that it's equal marriage. And no one no raises one an eyebrow no, about that. Not, no one not. even cares about it. And yet they make a big old thing about a woman in the lead part. There and, you go. Yeah, it, that is, that is our world, is. isn't it? I know. I don't get it, do you? I, no. No. No, I don't get it at all. And also and loads of the other couples have swapped round as well. Yeah. That they, some of the... Um, Men are, you know, the the couples have swapped round from the dynamic in there, and that's never never talked about either. No, but um, that's fine. We'll just, but but honestly, people <laughs> you say must to me, be I'm much, I much it. prefer it being a girl. And I'm just like, what do I say? Of course, I do too. Yeah, of course I yeah, do. Because you it's your part. <laughs> but also, I think it's much more relevant, and I can't imagine it being told any other way. And also, I can't. I've been working on it for so long, for over two years, with Marianne. Yeah, tell me how that all sort of started then, because she came to you or you were in collaboration with her. How did the sort of beginning of this production happen? Well, she um, set up uh, her own company with Chris Harper and he had um, twins and they were very premature. And um, he was uh, going to the hospital back and forth and he kept listening to... Uh, the soundtrack of company and the song Being Alive specifically and he said to Marianne he rang her up and said look I, I really would like to do this in a um, in a f- you know our, our new company sorry I can just keep using the word I company. know I know, I know. Um, we have to talk uh, about the company in a minute <laughs> company yeah, company um, and she said absolutely not that's the worst idea I've ever heard and then <laughs> she went away and thought about it and went actually I think that's really I do think there's something there and then she, I was working at the National at the same time as her, and we'd done the Light Princess together at the National. That's right, which she won big award for. I won a, an you award, won. award for that. Yes, you did. Yeah, yes. I did. Yes, <laughs> that was nice. You did. Um, and then I'd done the production before in Sheffield, where I played the character of Marta, which it was then, which was one of the girlfriends, which are now the boyfriends. Um, and she said to me, "What do you think of it being a girl?" And I went, "Oh," and genuinely thought she was just asking me because I'd done it before and we're friends and I was like well let's have I'm gonna have a think about it I'll read it overnight and 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 then I just I remember walking away from her thinking 
Oh my god, that's an amazing idea. And then we live on the same train line. We just kept talking about it every time we travel the same way home. Kept talking about it, talking about it. She was saying, "Oh, I think about Joanne and who I get for Joanne, all this kind of stuff." And then probably we had a coffee and had a chat about the script, and we're all trying to hide the script underneath things when people walk past. And um, eventually, I said, "So, who are you gonna? How exciting! Who are you gonna get for Bobby?" And she was like, <laughs> "You, you idiot!" She didn't say. Yeah. Oh. Right. I don't know if you heard that. That was the call for this evening's physical warm-up, which Rosie's not going to I won't be, I won't be she making that. She's not That's fine, I'll live that. She's had physio, she doesn't, need to, she doesn't need to go to the, the <laughs> physical warm-up. Anyway, oh, golly. So where, hang on, where were we? Yeah, so she didn't She didn't say, I, I might see you for an audition. No, she <laughs> so kindly didn't do that. Although no, you go through that. Exactly. Thank God. That's the worst bit yeah, about the oh, job. I, yes. The worst Especially um, if it's a friend directing or something, and then you think, well, then if I don't, then where's the friendship gone? That would be awful. And also, when you're in the room with them, trying to be... Yeah. Just not acknowledge the fact that you're friends, but, oh... Luckily, we didn't have to go through that on this. No, so but, she just said, I want... You're, you're doing it. You're doing it. we're going to make it happen. And we had to get Sondheim to say that's OK. Yeah, now, so tell me more about how that happened with him. So, we did... Joel, who's the musical director, we went to his house and for about three days we worked on the songs and the script, just me, Marianne and Joel, and we kept working through it and every time we come to a song she'd go, oh, I don't know whether it works, does it work? And then we were, because they were about to go out and see Sondheim at his house and talk through doing it and why they wanted to do it, so she was getting all of her ammunition and everything ready to go out there and just sort of say these are the reasons why I want to do this and um, you know we were very honest about it and saying I don't think this really works and even then I was saying it would be difficult just to imagine Bobby as a woman saying to her best friend who's a girl why don't we get married not because of any there's no I just didn't feel like Bobby was um, a bisexual or was wanting to be a lesbian not for any other reason that I just didn't think that the, it worked mm. in the story and we workshopped it as well um, with a girl and it was just one of those moments because the big song called Marry Me A Little comes out of it and it's supposed to be a real dilemma for Bobby and up until when Marianne was auditioning she was auditioning women for the part of, of Amy and she just kept saying it's just not you know what she was saying was brilliant brilliant people and she was like, it's just not right and then she got um, Johnny in. Obviously, he's brilliant. And she just went, that's it. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've digressed. I, what, so basically, we worked on all these things in Joel's flat, on all these ideas, and they flew out to see Sondheim and said, what do you think? And he went, mm, I don't know, actually. I'm really not sure. So she came back, and I was like, oh, my God, no. Did he say no? She said, well, not quite. But I was like, we've got to do a workshop and he'll have to come over and watch it surely surely we've and obviously she thought that way before I had mm-hmm. so we did do a workshop for a week and with some of the same cast amazing amazing actors and we filmed it and they sent it over there and then we had to sit tight ooh ooh Which that must was, have been tense it was horrendous just like phone underneath a table oh, at, oh, oh. at a function like that please oh, ring me oh. please call me and then eventually he did say yes but not without you know and then there was the question of when are we going to do it and then we postponed it and it just felt like we were never going to get here and of course we did but Oops. here you are yeah in 
And so when did you know in rehearsal, or did you not know till the first? Well, you must have known before the first night because you must have known at previews that. I mean, I always think an actor knows when they're in a turkey and they know when they're in something that's really, really good. You hope, though, don't you? Uh, So when did you know that you were in an absolute hit? Oh, my God, I don't know. I I, I mean, it's nice to hear that. You must have known before the first night, surely. No! Oh, my God. Because the word on the street, before I came to the first night, was, it's it's amazing, it's amazing. I kept saying, and, and I know people aren't allowed to review it officially, but, you know, everyone was saying, it is a fantastic production. Oh. And then, of course, on the first night, it was just like, well, it is phenomenal production. Well, that was insane. I, I, I don't think, I don't know how to describe that feeling. I mean, all of us the next day went to a note session with Marianne, and all of us were just... I've never had, I've never felt that in a theatre. Marianne said she's never known anything like Mm. it. It was something that I'll never, ever forget because we're so proud of it and we love it so much. And that sometimes means that it's rubbish. And it sometimes means that you're in love with something and everyone hates it. And (laughs) And you're like, you go to first nights and you think this is packed with everybody's friends and they're all giving a standing ovation. And frankly, it's not good. No. And it's a simple We've all been to yeah. lots of those. We've all we been have. in them. Yeah. Yes, we <laughs> yeah. have. Yeah. Um, but this was, it was magical. It and was. there was a real electricity about it. Yeah. And a, but because the big song that you did, being alive, yeah. it doesn't come till the end. You know, I mean, Late, it's, it's, thing, it's, yeah. it's the last thing that happens. You go, oh my word. After all that build up, then we get that. Oh, I'm And so it is just hits you. Like, because it's the most phenomenal song it's anyway. It's an incredible song. And, it's incredible. And to have that end, you know, and you sing it so beautifully and with oh, such passion. You. And it's just... Thank oof, you. Yes, just the memory of it. Yeah. Right, what's your favourite part of the show? Doesn't have to be a bit you're in. Well, I'm sort of there for all of it, really. Um, I know, it happens around you, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. it all the, everything happens around you. A sort of st- you're sort of like a stillness in the middle of yeah, just chaos, watching it. Really. She's a watcher, yeah, she watches it all happen. Do you know, every time we get to a scene, I feel this genuinely every day, and I'm not just saying it, I really... It's quite rare that in a show that you enjoy every moment, there's not a scene that comes up or a song, and I think, oh, no. Uh, this bit. And there always is. And there's always yeah. a bit where you think, oh, I hate this bit, or I wish they'd cut this scene mm-hmm. or this song. And every time, because, like you say, everything happens around Bobby, and I feel like the whole set and all the characters come to meet her, um, that it's just gorgeous, because then I go, oh, it's this bit. Yeah. Genuinely, and then I was just saying um, earlier today that it's amazing because it goes so quickly for me, because every time I get to a scene, I think, oh, it's that brilliant scene with... with um, Dickie and Jen, oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's great scene. I love this bit. Oh, it's the days that you know. <laughs> and then that act one's done. Yeah. And then I think, oh, it's act two. I'm looking forward to doing that scene with Richard and then, and then Patty and, you know. So you've done, oh, I know. I was going to ask you. You were commissioned a few years ago, doing my research, um, <laughs> to write a play about motherhood. Yes. What yeah. happened to that? Where is that? Well, we did, Michelle Terry and I did. Did you do it? We did uh, a little part of it at the Dunmar. Oh, um, did. Yes, we did, and then we were about to write the next load of it, and she became the artistic director of the Globe, and um, I started doing the Ferryman, and we haven't not said that we're not going to do it. It's just on the shelf because both of our children are nearly two now, but I think it's an exploration that we want to talk about. Not just the ini- at first, we were very passionate about talking the initial stages of motherhood, but now from our conversations I think we want to do just about the long the, the long journey of it rather than it's so hard at uh-huh. the beginning 
actually just talking about what it is and I'm sure we've got lots of different things you want to say about it now but um, yeah we're still we're still doing that's, it that's still bubbling under yeah, yeah. So, you, so you you just threw mentioned the ferryman there but mm. I mean it's not been a bad year for you has it let's oh, face it it's alright it. isn't it it's, you know <laughs> we're getting by do you think you just pick well obviously this project was was conceived by you as well but the ferryman I mean are you just good at picking good things to be in no. do you think that's just no, what's happening I think just now you're just going to hit oh another hit oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's me yeah, yeah just put me no yeah. uh, no I think it's an absolute fluke actually do you well I don't know it's just hopefully it, but um, two in a row it's two in a row it's going well yeah. um I was going to say that it's hard to imagine after this that there is a, a, what your dream role might be in musical theatre because you're kind of doing it, presumably. Oh, absolutely. Um, but and some, yeah. Yeah, if it, but let's just say it wasn't. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> make, yeah. make, make one up. What would be make your, one up. Well, what would be your dream role next? Anything with Marion Elliott. Okay. Sorry. No, that's Because I, I just don't... I je- I'm one of those... Um, I find it really difficult to come up with projects because... I suppose when you talked about the ferryman and this, I never thought that I'd do either. I didn't even know there could be a thing. Um, so I guess I don't really know until someone says, what about this? I, I don't cover roles or I don't sit there thinking, oh, I wish I could play this part or that part. I sort of more, I think about it more in terms of who I'd like to work with or in sort of which theatre I'd like to work at or mm-hmm. um, trying to get on the telly. You know, stuff like that. But um, rather than, I'd like to play that part. Do you want to get on the telly more? That would be ideal, really, yeah. Would it? It'd be you, nice. What, what, more than live theatre? Well, oh, I no, I love it both. But, but I suppose with a small both. child, that then it's easier to do telly, I, I guess. Kn- I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know either. It would just nice, it would be lovely to be able to do it all, really. Yeah. Well, I, I, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? You're going in the right direction there. <laughs> I think you'll be all right, Rosalie Craig, who's got to go to your vocal warm-up and don't want to stop you doing that. Thank you very, very much for doing our podcast. It's It's a real pleasure. That was the Musicals and Theatre podcast. And if you enjoyed that, then why not subscribe? It's absolutely free to our channel on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also hear me every weekend morning from 6 till 10 on Mellow Magic. 